Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azra and the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very well on this fine Sunday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, and of course on Twitter. My username and all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at Polyglot Azrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social network is. Again, that is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, The Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I am very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. First things first, things first in this podcast, I'd like to go for a little bit of an ask. Obviously, many of you follow me on some social network or another. Many, many, many of you follow me somewhere, and the podcast is not the only place you follow me. And the ask that I'm going to go for today is I would really appreciate it if everybody were, to, if everyone listening were to follow me on one additional social network. So if currently you only listen to the podcast, I'd like you to follow me on one social network, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, wherever it is, I'd like you to follow me on one additional network. If you're following me only on Facebook, I'd like you to add Instagram or add one extra social network. That would mean a lot to me if you were to do that today. So stop your exercise, stop your run. If you're driving, make a mental note here. I, 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 I genuinely appreciate that uh, quite a bit. And if you send me a message to tell me you did it, I will, I'll appreciate that as well. And I'll say, I'll give you a big thank you. Now, to kick today's podcast off, I would like to talk about um, a little bit of a cliche. It's a life observation, and it's something that all of us have heard, but I'd like to discuss this in a different framework in a way that maybe isn't as common. And this cliche is being yourself. Probably every single one of you, and myself included, we've all probably heard of someone talk about the importance of being yourself. And this is probably not a new concept to anybody listening to this podcast. That being said, today, while I was driving earlier, it, it occurred to me that there's one very practical, career-oriented, success-oriented reason as to why it makes sense for us to try and be ourselves to the best of our abilities. And it's a reason that I personally have not heard, I've not heard people talk about very frequently. And this reason is that, is that every single one of us has a different set of skill sets. Nobody has the exact same set of skill sets and the exact same set of life experiences. And because of that, if we are to combine our life experiences, our preferences, and our skill sets, if all of us were to look ourselves hard in the mirror and combine those, it makes us uniquely qualified to do things that probably no one else is able to do. So let me give myself as an example. Let me list out some of my likes, dislikes, preferences, and skill sets for you and how those combine into what I'm doing work-wise now. First of all, I really enjoy teaching. Second of all, I enjoy learning languages. I enjoy being with people. I, I enjoy talking to people. I have a skill set and a background in working in a very, you know, business operations kind of position for five and a half years. I have the advantage of growing up with a teacher. My mom's been a teacher ever since I was born. So I've grown up with a teacher. 
right? So I've always heard and I've always heard her stories about how she taught at school and what types of strategies worked, what types of strategies didn't. I grew up with multiple languages. I have traveled a lot. I have a certain unique set of experiences and the way that I currently operate my business and the line of work that I'm in is a combination of all of those skill sets and all those preferences and all those life experiences. And very few people, if anyone in the world, has that exact same set of experiences, the exact same type of skill sets, the exact same likes and dislikes, which therefore means I'm, I am uniquely qualified to work in the position that I'm currently working, which is this business that I'm running. I think if I were to go into another company, which by the way, might happen in the future where I go get a job somewhere, which I'm very open to, I think that's the approach I will take. I will say, look, I will look for positions or companies or different roles where I can use my unique preferences, skill sets, and combine them, quote unquote, be myself, and literally be like, look, I'm the only, I'm like the best qualified person here because of this. I don't like, nobody is more qualified because of these unique experiences. And that's why I believe it's important to be yourself and to look for opportunities that, li that line up with who you are, you know, who you are as a human being, who you really are. That's why I think it's very, very important. And for me anyway, not sure about everybody else, when, I, when I've heard about people talking about being yourself, accepting yourself for who you are, this concept, I tend to hear people talk about it in very abstract terms. They say, oh, you have to do it because you will feel happier. You have to do it because you'll have a better life. But here's the thing, that to me anyway, while that's true, I understand that for some people that doesn't really make sense. And what makes way more sense is something tangible to say, hey, look, if you use your unique skill sets, unique experiences, unique likes and dislikes, and you put all of that into a pot and mix it up and you create this potion, that's going to be a one, one in a billion potion that nobody else really has. And you can then use that potion to get a job or work for yourself. It's going to be different for everybody. Get a job or work for yourself in some way, shape or form that nobody else is able to do. And you'll be able to find tremendous amounts of success, success by doing that. And so I wanted to start the podcast off with that and plant that idea, plant that seed in the back of everyone's mind. And hopefully for at least one or two of you in the, in the weeks, months and years to come, that seed can grow and that helps you in some way, shape or form in your careers and in your work life. Now, changing gears a little bit, I would like to address a common question that people have, which is around language learning resources. I come across plenty of language learners who are using a variety of different resources. They're taking Pimsleur classes, or sorry, they're following a Pimsleur audio program. They're taking traditional classes. They are doing uh, some self-study on, on YouTube. Then they listen to some music and they're using a variety of different resources. And when you use a variety of resources, one of two things happens. Some people love it and it works really well and they're, and they're perfectly fine doing that. And then other people start to get very bogged down and they start to get very overwhelmed and they don't really know where to spend their time and they start to feel like that they're just spinning their wheels and they're not they're not actually progressing towards progressing in a very productive sort of way and i would like to address this momentarily if you are someone who feels that you're doing all these resources using all of these resources and it's not working for you and you're feeling overwhelmed or bogged down or confused as to where you should spend your time 
I would like you to do two, one of two things or two of two things. There's two things you can do. Some of you might do one of them. Some of you might do both of them. The first thing, I've said this a bunch of times, is you can just book a time to chat with me for free and I will help you work through it. I'll help you try and figure that out and navigate that. You can do so by visiting calendly.com. So see, actually, wait a second, easier. Go to azrinthelanguagenerd.com. So A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com. Right at the top of the page, you're going to see a button that says free resources. Click the free resources. You're going to see a calendar function on this page and you can book a time directly with me and I'm more than happy to help. The second piece of advice is I need you to pick two resources. You are going to use two resources maximum. People get so caught up, not everybody, some people get caught, very caught up buying plenty of books and plenty of programs and signing up for this class and using this strategy and getting excited about this methodology and thinking that this is gonna work. I just need you to pick two and you are not allowed to change your resources for six months. Six months, stick with two resources. And actually, not six months. Let's make it three months. Three months, I want you to stick with three resource, uh, with two resources. Three months, two resources. Three months, two resources. I'm gonna say it again. Three months, two resources. 32, three months, two resources. And even if you feel like it's not working, I need you to get in the habit of just sticking with it for three months. And you might, after three months, realize, okay, those, th those two resources actually weren't the best choice. But that's okay, because it's important for people to change their habits. If you have a habit currently, and that habit is not serving you, it's not working for you, you're trying to learn a language in a certain fashion, and you are realizing that it doesn't work, it's better to change and try something else for three months, even if that th whatever you did for three months doesn't work, and you're like, wow, that was worse than what I was doing before or that was not as good, or that was equally bad. Because at least you did something else, and now you know two strategies that don't work versus one strategy that doesn't work. You have to make a change if, some, if it's not working. You have to change your strategy if the current strategy is not working. And you have to actually change it for an extended period of time, you know, one, two, three months, four months, six months, a year. You have to do it more than a couple of weeks minimally to really get an idea if that strategy is working for you or not. And in fact, at least for me, I don't really know something doesn't work until I've done it multiple times. I'll give you an example. Um, I can take, I've tried taking private classes to learn different languages more times than I can count. And it works, I learn a lot, but, but I, I've noticed a pattern after every time I take private classes, after probably, I don't know, one to three months, I start, I start skipping my classes and I stop going and I start paying for classes that I'm not attending. And so I've realized a pattern. This happens all of the time. If I had only done it once and I stopped attending my private classes after, let's say, two months, and then I was like, oh, private classes don't work. I quit the classes. You know, I stopped liking them after two months. You know, I wouldn't have gotten the bigger learning. And the bigger learning for me is that I have a pattern. When I take private classes, I'll be consistent for a little while, and then I stop being consistent. So what that means is if slash when I choose to take private classes, I have to do it in only one, I have to have a one month goal, 
and I need to maximize that one month where I know I'm going to attend the classes. And then I have to only set that as the expectation. I cannot go into classes thinking I'm going to take those classes for privately for years on end because that's not something I'm going to do. So I've learned that by pattern recognition, by trying the same strategy multiple times and realizing a pattern of, oh, this is what always happens to me. Okay, now what am I going to do about that? Am I going to change that pattern? Will I just play within that pattern? What do I want to do? And in my case, I decided that I understand that pattern and I still might, I still do take private classes, but I only really plan to use them for short periods of time. And I don't expect myself to stick around for months and months and years and years on end. And all of this kind of ties me to one final point to maybe wrap this whole conversation up. And this final point, and it's something I've said a million times, it's so cliche and yet it's so important. And it's probably one of the top it's one of the top things that solves almost all language learners' problems. Every question, most questions I get, most language learners I talk to, the answer ends up coming down to this one concept. And I think this will wrap today's podcast up nicely. And that one concept is play the long game. Understand and, ex and expect it to take longer to learn the language than you initially expected. If you thought you're going to take six months, expect it to take 12. If you thought it's going to take you three years, expect it to take six, right? Like you have to, you have to approach it as a long-term thing, at least longer than what you initially expected, minimally. Someone, uh, uh, I was talking to someone very briefly just the other day, and they're asking me for tips to improve their speaking. Now, I'd spoken to this person before, and I told her, I need you to record yourself on your phone every day. And then she came back and said, okay, what other tips, what other tips do you have? And I was like, none. You need to record yourself every, this was like two weeks or three weeks apart. I'd spoken to her, maybe one, actually one or two weeks. One or two weeks later, we talked again. She's like, hey, you told me to record myself. What else should I do? And I was like, that's what you should do. Go record yourself every day try talking, practice talking into your phone every day and do that strategy for like months, right? And like really like do like, like go deep into that skill. Sometimes people think, okay, I'm doing that. Now what should I do? And often the answer is the offer. The answer is not, okay, you need to change your strategy. Often the answer is you need to keep doing the same thing. It's like saying, okay, I'm eating fruits and vegetables. I'm, uh, I'm not eating processed foods. I'm not eating. I'm not eating too much sugar. I'm. I'm. I'm eating the right foods. I'm. I'm eating. I'm eating lots of veggies. So what should I do? I'm like, well, keep eating your vegetables. Keep eating fruits. Keep avoiding processed foods. Keep avoiding sugar. Keep making the right decisions. Keep doing it. Like, and you have to, and do it for the rest of your life. That's it. That's the answer. Do it for the rest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you can add other things on. Of course you can. Of course you could realize. Oh this type of lettuce is better for me because it's grown in this way. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I'm gonna switch my lettuce. Or, oh, I'm eating only this much spinach, but now I've realized that I should be eating this much because it has more vitamins. Oh, cool, let me do that. Oh, I realized that this food isn't healthy to eat at this time of day. Okay, I'll change that. I won't eat, you know, uh, radishes at night because that's not good for me or whatever. But you, the concept of eating vegetables stays the same. So it's same thing here, like the concept of me, this person and saying, hey, you need to record yourself daily. That stays the same. That hasn't changed. 
I gave her another tip. I was like, okay, use HelloTalk. You want to find, maybe the other thing you have to tie in is find some other people to actually talk to. You know, use HelloTalk and find some people and make some friends start talking to them. And she's like, oh yeah, I did that for like a week or no, two weeks. And I was like, yeah, you did it for two weeks. I want you to do it for two years. She's like, oh, that's a long time. And I was like, yeah, two years. When, by the way, tangent, two years is not a long time. Can we, can we, um, can we contextualize time for a moment? I literally, here's a little secret between you and me. Um, I was, I've been thinking about this the past couple of days and I've now got myself to a point where I'm like, yes, I have to, this is something I need to do. Um, you know, I was thinking to myself, I want to start working like a great business and marketing strategy for me is to consistently be reaching out to people with influence or fame, as in like famous singers, famous actors, you know, even like, even in a different way, it doesn't have to be super famous, like uh, a very, uh, a mom who's very well connected in the community, in the local community, like all these types of people, I need to consistently be reaching out to them and offering to work with them for free and saying, hey, I will teach you a language for free. And then my plan was, I'm gonna do that for two years, right? Two years, we'll teach them for free or years, like X number, a long time. I'm gonna develop this relationship with them. We're gonna develop a friendship. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that with as, with as many of these people with influence as possible, knowing that one of these people with influence are eventually in the next two to 10 years going to open up some door that becomes a complete career life changer, right? And the reason, and that's a great business strategy in my mind, um, but I'm I'm thinking of it in like two to 10 year terms. And because I know that when I'm in 10 years, when I'm 37 years old, that's super young. 37 is not old. It's very young. I, I know no one believes me. That's okay. You don't have to believe me. I don't care if you believe me, but do the math, you know you're gonna die. Look at their age expectancy, life expectancies. People die when they're 80, 85, 78, 90. Like, like there's some high age expectancies. 37 is very young, right? And I mean, I, I know a lot of 37 year olds, like they, they're not that different from me, right? The same way I know some 18 year olds. And 18 year olds look at me and they're like, wow, you're 28, 27? Am I 28, 27? Whatever, you're 28, 27, wow, you're, you're so old, you're so mature. You have, I remember this one guy's like, you have a car, wow, right? But I know that, wait, I feel so young at 27, which therefore means at 37, it's kind of the same thing. Anyone listening here is 30, in their 30s and stuff, you know, you don't feel, you don't feel that, yes, there's differences. Yes, maybe your body hurts a bit more than before. Yes, there's more responsibility. Yeah, life changes, but you have a lot of time left to go. So when you understand that two years or five years, even 10 years is not really that much time when you really can wrap your head around that. All of a sudden, when I say, hey, use HelloTalk for three months or six months or a year, and you understand it's not that long, it allows you to be more patient, which therefore allows you to be more consistent, which therefore allows you to make more progress and be and feel way and actually get to fluency much faster. So anyway, that's enough talking for today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I appreciate it as per usual and we'll chat later. Bye for now. See you.